Good morning, NGYBS. I'm Ty from 1201, and I'm here in the studio today with Jane from 1104. We're from Broadcasting Club, of course, and we are here every Wednesday from 7.45 to 8.15. So tune in for your weekly content and entertainment. You can watch our YouTube broadcast at youtube.com at M-U-I-D-S Broadcast, where we keep all of our episodes. As a reminder, that if any teachers are listening at this point, we know you're in a meeting right now. So feel free to switch off the PA system in your room. You can do that by using the neat little volume knob right next to one of the doors. And yes, before we start any of our content, I'd like to make a note actually of the things that we've done with the PA system. So hopefully it's all fixed now. If not, you can contact us via the contact form. It is in the homeroom hub now, so feel free to contact us even about other topics you might be interested in, some news you might want us to cover, or any recommendations we can be made to make this show better. Anyway, moving on, you may or may not have noticed that this week hasn't been as cold as you would call winter, right? Yes, I agree. Yeah, but even though it's almost winter, it's still raining, it's still weather. It's, it's not like winter at all. And today we're going to talk a bit about why it's like that. And well, firstly, we read Bangkok Post article, and it says that according to forecasts, winter is coming a bit late this month. It is likely that the Meteorological Department will announce the start of early winter about early next week, which is two weeks later than usual. This is because cool winds remain weak and temperatures are expected to be warmer than usual throughout the season. And Songkhun Kwantan, Head Department of Central Weather Forecast Subdivision, said that rains would continue in the upper parts of the country until Sunday amid weakening cool winds. Easterly and southeasterly winds, as well as high humidity, would prevail in Greater Bangkok. This week, we will have a visit from Gulter College, USA, on this Thursday in room 221 if you're interested. We also have a visit from Suri Raj, Faculty of Medicine, also this Friday, or on the auditorium. Yeah, they are both interesting universities, so I wouldn't miss them. And talking about universities, one thing you might already know from the Homeroom Pub is that this year we have quite a few quotas in the Homeroom Pub. We have quite a few, and I thank the counselors for that. They've done an amazing job. Anyway, if you're interested in one of the quotas, go contact a counselor. They will be able to help you. And I hope that everyone especially the grade 12s, find what they want in the university that they need and are able to get admitted there. Um, our quote from this week is from the first Black president who brought people together, promoted equality and peace, who fought against unfair rules in South Africa, who later became the country's first Black president, who worked to bring peace to all. Nelson Mandela brings us in for today's quote. It always seems impossible until it's done. Moving on from today's weather forecast, 
uh, to today's weather forecast, actually. It's going to be moderately cold winds, which would blanket the upper regions from Monday this week to Monday next week, but cooler temperatures in the northeast. And, of course, as cooler winds arrive, rain will affect the same areas before gradually declining. The periodical deployment is likely to announce the beginning of winter storms, Mr. Sungkwon said. Winter in the Thailand officials arrives when morning temperatures in the upper regions are under 23 degrees Celsius. And apart from the delayed onset, Mr. Sungkwon has also said that this winter would be less cold than usual. And the lowest average temperature would be about 21 to 22 degrees Celsius, compared with 19.9 degrees Celsius on a typical average. And of course, as comparison, last year's temperature was 20.8 degrees Celsius, he said. In the north and northeast, the lowest temperatures this winter will be around 5 to 10 degrees Celsius. Meanwhile, it will be about 17 to 18 degrees Celsius in Bangkok and 15 to 16 degrees Celsius in adjacent provinces. Temperatures will be lowest from early December to late January. Cold weather and frost will be frequent on mountaintops, and winter would end in late February, Mr. Stonkun said. Yes, and moving on, we're going to be talking about a bit more abstract of a topic today, and it explains how the world's economy works. I find it interesting, and it explains a lot of things you might have seen. So maybe listen up and you'll learn something that you'll find interesting as well. Anyway, the topic today is called economies of scale. And I want to ask you a question before we begin. My question to you is, have you ever wondered why smaller businesses and smaller products charge more for similar products when compared to a larger company. Why businesses, especially those small businesses, have to charge maybe 60 baht for a croissant, while supermarkets, while mega stores, they can charge under 20 to 30 baht? Well, the answer lies in economies of scale, and we're going to go through it today. Yes, but what is the term economies of scale? It seems very confusing, and it's a big word for me to swallow. Certainly, Jing, that is something of a good question. So, let's get started. Economies of scale is the cost advantage that larger companies get when they make larger production runs. Because, efficient as costs can be, even in small, sorry, in small batches, those costs are grouped up into smaller products. And in larger batches, they're grouped up into a larger amount of products. So on average, a product will have less of the cost if more are produced. Anyway, in simple terms, economies of scale are represented through the cost savings that give advantage to larger businesses over smaller ones who produce more inventory and more stock. So that means that the sizes of the companies differ and matter. Yeah, they definitely do. And it's interesting with that because this explains how large corporations can drive smaller shareholders and smaller businesses out of business because they can't afford to compete. And indeed, according to the theory, the bigger the company, the more cost savings. For example, the convenience store, you walk in, 
you pick up a bottle of water. Water. Oh, or is it water? Water. Okay, good enough. Anyway, you pick up a bottle of water and you might see that the price is around 10 baht each. However, there is a chance that the initial cost of that water is around 5 baht or lower if you buy it in a big enough amount. Like, you know, buy it in a massive 12 pack or 24 pack. Voila, profit. But if you keep in mind that there are factors that have an effect on the amount of cost saving as well, you can see how it starts to get complicated. Yes, it seems that economies of scale can be both internal and external. Internal economies of scale are based on management decisions, while external ones involve outside factors, right? Yeah. Internal functions include accounting, information technology, and marketing. Also consider operational efficiencies and synergies. They're unique to a particular firm. This may result from the sheer size of a company or because of decisions made from the firm's management. Hence, external economies of scale happens because of the significant changes within the industry. So when the industry grows, the average cost of a business drops. These occur when these are highly skilled labor pools, subsides or tax reductions, and partnership and joint ventures anything that can cut costs for many companies in a specific industry. However, of course, this concept has an absolute limit because companies will only cut their costs until a certain point, which we call the optimum point. As you know, sometimes if you produce enough of an object, it actually becomes more expensive to produce due to many reasons. Before the additional cost per unit begin to increase, like the Blabra charge we commonly see in math class. Yeah, amazing, right? Like, it's a new shape thing, right? Yeah. Okay, I failed math, so thank you for that. Anyway, of course, by understanding this concept today, you can bear it. various companies and various things will benefit, such as reduced long-term unit costs, since it enables the competitive market in which producers try to sell and optimize the product to have it at a reasonable price. Other than that, there's also increased profits, as economies of scale lead to increased profits because they can generate a higher return on capital investment and also provide platforms for the business to grow. And last but not least, larger businesses also scale as well because it solidifies that businesses become less vulnerable to external threats such as hostile takeover bids and other factors when they are big. And economies of scale to industries affect companies' share price as well as the ability to raise new financing. Anyway, so this is the end of our message today. But before we go, I would like to state again that we we have fixed all the issues with the PA system. However, if there's something we've missed, please feel free to contact us at the Google form located inside of the Homeroom Hub. And for teachers, we have also placed the Google form in your group. And that is it for our content today. We hope that you understand the content we gave and it will be useful for understanding the insights of how business world operates. As always, our goal is to expand the horizon of knowledge with the help of media and entertainment. Thank you for listening and don't forget to visit youtube.com or at MUIDS broadcast for next episode. See you next Wednesday. Goodbye.